Again today on the top of Ayin Ches Amidalef, the second line from the top of the Amud, Neime Masnisen Deloik Rav Yaisi. So, this goes back on our Mishnah. The Mishnah on the end of Ayin Vavamid Bey said that there are five Karbonis Tzibur that can be brought Betuma. However, they cannot be eaten Betuma. They can only be brought on the Mizbeach, the Zrik of the Dam, and they can be brought Betuma. So we had a whole long discussion about this. The Gemara discussed whether the Mishnah could follow the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua, now the Gemara will discuss whether it could follow the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Name him Asnisen, the like Rabbi Yaisi. Should we say that this Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi? Tanya learned the Machlaikis of Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yaisi, which was quoted before. Rabbi Yezah, Hatzitz Meratze Alachilois. The effect of the tzitz for the carbon is also regarding the meat that's eaten, that if it's Tomei, the tzitz is effective for that, that it should be good, that it should be okay. That's the effect of a tzitz, that it's meratze for things that are Tomei, it's meratze even for the meat. The tzitz has no effect regarding the achilois, regarding the meat that became Tomei, only regarding the blood that became Tomei. So now the Gemara explains why we would think the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi. At this point we're thinking, that the tzitz has no effect regarding the meat. Why is he saying that? He's saying it because he holds the Rabbi Shua, the Oma, which Rabbi Shua says, you have to have both together in order for a carbon to be brought and then to sprinkle the blood of the Mizbeach, you need two. What does it mean you need two? This is what we learned in the previous Daf Bariches, that if, you, if the Basa becomes Tomei, you can't sprinkle the Dam. If the Dam becomes Tomei, you can't eat the Basa. You have to have both. So the fact that Rabbi Yesi here is saying that the Tzitz is Meratza for the Basar, what, for what purpose is that? Isn't it the, the purpose in order to be able to sprinkle the blood? So he holds like Rabbi Yeshua, but that be in Antarti, that you have to have both the Basar and the Dam that should be able to be eaten. If so, name a in the like Rabbi Yaisi. If so, it would come out that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi. Why is that? Because what did it say in our Mishnah? That you cannot eat the carbon. The Mishnah said you could only bring the carbon and not eat it. So Rabbi Yaisi is saying that you have to have the tzitz to be meratza for both. And that's the only way that the carbon could be brought. And Rabbi Yaisi is saying the tzitz is not meratza for both. It's only meratza for the dam and not for the achila. So then, according to Rabbi Yaisi, the holds that you have to have both that are possible to be eaten, and then, only then, could you sprinkle the blood. So then, how does our Mishnah say that you could sprinkle the blood, you could bring it on the Mizbeach, even though you can't eat it? So the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi. Says the Gemara, Loi, that's not what Rabbi Yaisi holds. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi holds like the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, the Oma, Rabbi Yaisi says, Dam, Afapishem Basa, you sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach, even if the meat became tummy. It's not dependent one on another. So therefore, our Mishnah says that these karbanis tzibur could be brought on the Mizbeach, even though you can't eat it. It doesn't have to be eaten, be able to be eaten, in order to be able to sprinkle it on the Mizbeach. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, if that's what Rabbi Yaisi holds, Lamai hilchase Why, regarding what was he saying? What was the relevance of the fact that he was saying that the tzitz has no effect for the basar, for the, what you eat? What difference does it make? You could anyway sprinkle the blood, even if the tzitz has no effect. So it doesn't matter. Why was he saying that the tzitz will not have that effect? You don't need the effect of the tzitz for that. So, so the Gemara says, that's your question. Well, the time may, according to you that you're asking this question, Rabbi Leyeza, the Yomar, Hatzitz Meratza, in this Braise, Rabbi Leyeza says that the tzitz does have an effect regarding the basar that you eat. 
But even the Amma, Rabbi Yezza's opinion is, Da mafopishein basar. You can sprinkle the blood even if there is no basar. Hatzitz meratz alachilas l'mayilchaser. Ask the same question according to Rabbi Yezza. What was he saying? What was the point of using the effect of the tzitz for the basar if you could anyway sprinkle the blood even if you can't eat the meat? Hello. So what are you going to answer according to Rabbi Yezer? And the same answer for Rabbi Yezi as well. The effect of the tzitz is not to be able to sprinkle the blood. You could anyway sprinkle the blood. The effect of the tzitz is for another two things. And the Gemara explains what they are. The mikveh b'pigel. One is in order to establish it to be pigel. The halacha of pigel is, as Rashi brings here, we had this before, Pigol is a kind of a psal on a carbon that only takes effect if that's the only psal. If together with the pigol there's another psal in the carbon, so then the, the, the pigol, the status of pigol, does not take effect. So over here, if you have a machshava of pigol, but at the same time it also became tome, so that's an additional psal, so then the, the uh, psal of pigol does not take effect. So the mikveh b'pigol means that it sits, will have an effect on the basar, that that psal of tumah should be like it's not there, for the pigol to be able to take effect. That's one thing. And also, la fuke midei mi'ila. In order that, the zrika of the dam should be effective, that there should be no mi'ila. The halacha by kotche kotchem is, once you do the zrika, so then whatever, whatever is left from the carbon after that, there's no mi'ila. The mi'ila of the carbon is until zrika. If you, once you do the zrike, there's no mi'ila. So the effect of the tzitz over here is that the zrike will work, that you should not be over on mi'ila anymore once that zrike is done. That's the, that's the relevance of the tzitz being used for the basa. And this is what they're arguing about. Rebbe says, Meratze tzitz ilavei. The tzitz has this effect regarding the meat. And therefore the tzitz considers this meat to be as if it would be tohoid. And therefore, so the machshava of pigol takes effect, as if there's no additional problem with this carbon, as if it's not tomei. And the zrika of the dam is also effective, that from the, once that zrika is done, there's no meil anymore. That's Rabbi Yezzi's opinion. Rabbi Yezzi when Rabbi Yezzi was saying that it sits, does not have an effect regarding the meat, what he was saying is, the tzitz does not have the effect regarding the meat, and therefore, we don't consider it to be, the meat is not considered to be like it's tahoir, and so now the psul of pigol will not take effect because there's an additional psul here, there's the psul of tuma as well, and when you sprinkle the blood, it does not have the effect to take it out of the mi'ila, the status of mi'ila that it had till now, you're still going to be moil. Because the basar is tamay, it will not have that effect to take it out of the status of mi'ila from before. So that's what the Gemara is saying up until this point. The Mishnah could follow the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Because Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rabbi Yezer, you sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach, even if you're not eating the meat. Ask of Lord of Mari, but Rav Mari asked on this. He, Nami, the Rabbi Yesi, Krabliezer, Sava Krabliezer, even if you're going to say the Rabbi Yesi holds like Krabliezer, that you can, you can sprinkle the blood, even if the meat can't be eaten. But Bishloim is Vachim, it's understood when it comes to the Karbanis, all the Karbanis. So Ikedam, you have the blood that's uh, sprinkled on the Mizbeach. And that's what the tzitz is effective for. The tzitz is effective for the dam. It's not effective for the basar, but the tzitz works for the dam. You can sprinkle the dam on the mizbeach. Oimer nami, the carbon of the oimer as well, there is no blood, but it kaimetz. There is the kaimetz that you put on the mizbeach, which is, the, which is corresponding to the union of zrika. Lechem aponim nami, when it comes to the lechem aponim as well, 
You have the bezichen. Whenever you brought the lechem upon him, there was the, there were these uh, bezichen of frankincense that were brought together with the lechem upon him, and at the end of the week they would burn it on the mizbeach. So there's something that's being brought on the mizbeach, and the point is by these things you have something that's either sprinkled on the mizbeach or brought on the mizbeach, and it sits. The effect of the sits is regarding what's brought on the mizbeach to make it possible to bring it even while you're tummy. But when it comes to the Shteya Lechem, what's the Shteya Lechem? Shteya Lechem, there's nothing of it that's brought in the Mizbeach. The Shteya Lechem is purely for eating. My Ikelemeima. What are you going to say about the Shteya Lechem? You have to have the effect of the tzitz to allow it to be brought while it's tummy. But by the Shteya Lechem, it's just made for eating. And Rabbi Yaisi said the effect of the tzitz is not for achilois, not for anything that you eat. So how could the Shteya Lechem be brought even when you're tummy? If you're going to say, when the Mishnah said Shteya Lechem, it did not mean the Shteya Lechem itself. It meant Lekarev Imohen. It meant, together with the Shteya Lechem, you had to bring Kvasim. You had to bring the, the two sheep as a carbon Shlomim together with the Shteya Lechem. That's what it's going on. The Lechem with the Shteya Lechem is that if you don't have any Kvasim, you can bring the Shteya Lechem alone. If you do, so then together with the Shteya Lechem, you have to bring Kvasim. So now, what the Gemara is saying is, when the Mishnah said Shteya Lechem, it didn't mean the Shteya Lechem is being brought together with the other Karbonists that come along with them. And that's what the Ritzui of the Tzitz goes on. That because the Tzitz is effective, the, the Tzitz is being matted to bring those Karbonists along with the Shteya Lechem, so therefore you can bring the Shteya Lechem. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, Sahainu That says in the Mishnah clearly. The Mishnah says that the Shalmei Tzibur could be brought Betoma. So the Mishnah already mentions that. So you're telling me that the only reason you can bring the Shteya Lechem is because of the effect that the Tzitz has with the Karbanas that are brought with the Shteya Lechem. What are those Karbanas? It's the Shalmei Tzibur, and that says clearly in the Mishnah. In Cain, and if so, if that's the case, Havaluhu Arba. So then the Mishnah should only be counting four Karbanas that are brought while, you, while you're Tomei and are not eaten while you're Tomei. Vanan Chamishetna. In the Mishnah it says that there are five different Karbanas. So we have a problem over here with Rabbi Yaisi. Says the Gemara, Elo, Kosova, Rabbi Yaisi. Maybe we could say that Rabbi Yaisi fits with our Mishnah. And Rabbi Yaisi holds, Tome, Hutra, Betzibor. When it comes to Tzibor, you don't need the effect of the Tzitz Pachlal. Rabbi Yaisi before was discussing about the effect of the Tzitz, that it only, it only affects the Dam, or the, what's brought in the Mizbeach, but it does not affect the Achilois. So maybe Rabbi Yaisi holds, when it comes to Tzibor, we don't need the effect of the Tzitz at all, because the, the Tome is completely Mutter. Says the Gemara, no, that can't be. Oh, Tanya, we learned in Abraisa regarding another case where we see that Rabbi Yaisi does not hold Tumahutra. What does it say in Abraisa? Echadzeh, what this is talking about is, Echadzeh means whether the Kayan that's being prepared, seven days he has to be separated from everyone to be able to do the Paraduma. And Echadzeh is the Kayan Godel that's being prepared seven days, he has to be separated from everyone to be able to do the Aveda of Yom Kippur. So what do we do with them? We separate them for seven days, and mazen olav kol shiva, and we sprinkle upon them each one of the seven days. Nikol chatois shahoyisham from all of the different waters of the paraduma that were available there. That's Rav Meir's opinion to just cancel out or rule out any possible tuma. Maybe he's on the first day of his uh, that he has to have the third, the third and the seventh day actually. The third and the seventh day need hazal from the paraduma. Right? If you're Tommy, Tommy Mace. So we sprinkle in them every day in case this is the third day and in case this is the seventh day, just to rule out any possibility of Tommy for seven days. You don't have to sprinkle in them every day. It's enough 
If you separate him for seven days, and the third and the seventh day, you sprinkle him in the waters of the Pada Duma. Now, what we see, Rabbi Yaisi also holds that this is necessary. It's necessary to prepare the Kohen Gadol, to separate him before the Abayda of Yom Kippur, and make sure that he's Tohoi. Why is, why is that, says the Gemara? If you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yaisi holds, when it comes to Karbanis Tzibur, doing it with Tome is totally mutter. There's no issue whatsoever. You don't even have to make any effort to try to do it when you're tired. So, Lama Leazar Klal, why are we even making this whole thing? Why are we doing this whole thing? Why are we separating the Kayin? He'll be Tome? He'll be Tome. Hutra. It's totally Hutra. There's no issue whatsoever. Ella, we see over here that Abyasi holds that this concept of bringing a carbon symbol betuma is only the chuya. You have to make an effort that it should be brought betada. And you have to use the effect of the tzitz for that. And Abyasi holds that the effect of the tzitz will not work by the shtei halechem, which is only eaten. It's only an achila. There's no effect of the, of the tzitz for that. So, machvarte, masnisin, the loyker Abyasi, our Mishnah that says that you bring the shtei halechem even when you're tome and you're using the effect of the tzitz. Cannot cannot follow the opinion of Yaisi that says that the, the fact of the tzitz doesn't go on that. Now the Gemara goes back to a Braise that we brought yesterday, where the Gemara brought up the machlekes, going back to the main machlekes that was the main discussion in the Gemara that we learned on, on the previous daf between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shua, and that is what happens if the bosser became tomei or the bosser got lost. Could you still pr- sprinkle the blood on the mizbeach? Rabbi Eliezer says yes. Rabbi Shua says no. And the Gemara brought a Braise before where Rabbi Yaisi is saying that he agrees to both Rabbi Yaisi's opinion and Rabbi Shua's opinion. How could he agree to both of them? The Gemara is going to quote the Braise again and explain how this is possible. Rabbi asked Rabbi the question, Rabbi Yaisi is giving a document, a star, to both opinions saying that I agree to both of them. The Tanya quotes the whole Braise again. I agree to Rabbi Yezah when it comes to Karbonus. I also agree to Rabbi Shua when it comes to the Karbonus. I agree to Rabbi Yezah regarding Menachis. I agree to Rabbi Shua by Menachis. And now the, the Braises spells out exactly what we're talking about. I agree to Rabbi Yezah regarding Karbonus. Rabbi Yezah said, he sprinkled the blood even if the basa became tame or it's gone, it got lost. And I also agree to Divrit Abishua Bizvachim which Abishua said, in ain dam, ain basa. If you have no blood, so you can't eat the basa. And in ain basa or ain dam. And if you don't have any meat that became tame or whatever happened to it, you can't sprinkle the blood. And Divri Rabliyazer Bimanachis. And I also agree to Rabliyazer regarding what he said by Menachis. Shahoya Aimer Rabliyazer said, Kaimits. You put the kaimits on the mizbeach, even if the rest of the carbon mincha became tomei or lost, you can still bring the kaimits on the mizbeach. I also agree to Rabbi Yeshua by Menachas, if you have no shirayim, ain't kaimits, you can't bring the kaimits. And ain't kaimits, if you didn't put the kaimits on the mizbeach, ain't shirayim, you can't eat the shirayim. So this is the question here. It's self evident what the problem here is. How could Rabbi Yesi agree to both opinions? So the Gemara here is going to try a few different answers until it comes to the final answer. Amalei, the first answer the Gemara says is, Mistavra ka'amar. He wasn't saying I agree to both opinions. What he was saying is that there's a logic, there's something logical that it's Mistavra to say like both opinions. Kikoi bizvachim, Omar, when he was learning in Mesech bizvachim, he said, Mistavra, that it's logical that Kiheichi, the Pligi bizvachim, Pligi nami b'menachis. 
Just like Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua had their argument regarding Karbanis, they had the same argument regarding Menachis. That's what he was saying. Koi b'Menachis, and then when he was learning Menachis, he said, Omar mistavriki heichi the pligi b'Menachis. Just like they have this argument regarding Menachis, pligi nami b'zvachim. They have their argument also regarding Karbanis. So you have to read the Brayse differently. He wasn't saying I agree to both of their opinions. All he was saying is. Don't think that their argument is only regarding Zvachim or only regarding Menachis. No, just like they, are, they argue regarding Zvachim, they argue regarding Menachis. And the same thing in the reverse. That's all he was trying to say. So the Gemara doesn't accept this answer. Amalei, so he asked them, but hot teinach, it makes sense what you're saying. Kikoi bezvachim, when they discuss their argument regarding zvachim, regarding karbanis. So Amar, Rabbi Yaisi said, Mestavra, that it's, it's logical to say, Ki pligi bezvachim, pligi nami that the same argument applies also by menachis. Why, why was he bavaraning that? Why was he clarifying that? Where does it say the psukim that tell you that if you have no basar, you can't sprinkle the blood? It says it by zvachim. Uh, the, the psukim that we learned yesterday, it said in the Pasuk, Habasar uh, Vahadam, I think it was. What was it? Habasar, yeah, Habasar Vahadam. So because it says both together, you have to have the basar and the dam. So the Pasuk says by zvachim. So therefore, you have to come and clarify that we apply that to Menachas as well. But Allah, if they were learning this argument regarding Menachas, he had to come and tell you that if they argue by Menachas, they, they argue by the Zvachim as well. The whole argument of the Psukim is regarding the Karbanis. So there's no Chiddush to say that the, the, the Machlaikis applies to the Karbanis as well. So that answer is not a good answer. Hello, the Gemara gives a different answer. Loikashia. I'll tell you what Rabbi Yaisi meant to say. Roya Aniyas Divri Rabbi I agree to Rabbi Yezah Benitma. If the Basar only became Tomei, it's still here, but it became Tomei, then I agree to Rabbi Yezah that you could still sprinkle the blood. Divri Rabbi Yeshua, and I would agree to Rabbi Yeshua, but Avud Vesarov. If it got lost or it got burnt, so it's completely gone, then I agree to Rabbi Yeshua that you can't sprinkle the blood. So it depends. It depends what happened to the Basar. So there's no contradiction in what Rabbi Yesi was saying. So now the Gemara does not accept this answer either. It says the Gemara, Benitma, my time. So what are you going to tell me? When the Basar became Tomei, so then he agrees to Rabbi Yeza that you could still sprinkle the blood. My time. Why? You're going to tell me because of the, the Basar still here. So then, even though it became Tomei, the effect of the tzitz is that you could still sprinkle the blood. That's not Rabbi Yaisi's opinion. Didn't we learn before Rabbi Yaisi says, the Omar The effect of the tzitz does not work for the Basar. So what difference does it make if it got lost or burnt or if it only became Tomei? Even if it only became Tomei, the tzitz has no effect. Ella says the Gemara, loy kashia. We'll have to say a third answer. There's no question. Royani is divri rabli yezer b'tzibur. I would, I would agree to Rabbi Yezer that even if the Basa became Tommy, you could still sprinkle the blood regarding a carbon sibur. I do agree to Rabbi Shua that you can't sprinkle the blood if it's a carbon yachid. So on this as well, the Gemara asks, so now when it comes to a carbon sibur, why would you say that he agrees to Rabbi Yezer? My time. Is the reason because when it comes to a sibur, it's different than a yachid because in such a case we say that it's totally hutra and therefore you can do it even with 
So that's that there can't be according to Rabbi Yaisi. Number one, our question would be We just concluded before that Rabbi Yaisi holds Tom is only the Chuya. We brought before that even Rabbi Yaisi is saying that when you come to prepare Kohen Gadol for Yom Kippur, you have to make an effort for him to be Tahir because it's only Chuya. You don't want him to do it when it's Tameh. Another question here is, if the case over here is that we're talking about a tzibur, regarding a tzibur, Rabbi Yezah is the only one that would say that you could sprinkle the blood even though the basar is tamay and not Rabbi Shua. But the Gemara concluded, this is the last point we learned yesterday, right at the top of the Amr, the Gemara there said, When it comes to a tzibur, even Rabbi Shua agrees, that you can bring it, even though the, the basar is not available anymore, you can still sprinkle sprinkle the blood by a tzibur, tumahotra b'tzibur. So this is not a good answer. Ella, the Gemara gives a final answer, and this is the chat in what Rabbi Yesu was saying. Roya ani bidiyeved. I agree to Rabbi after the fact, that once you sprinkle the blood, even though the basar was tameh or the basar got lost, after the fact, it's good. And I agree that Rabbi Yeshua that if the basa is not here or it's Tomei, you shouldn't sprinkle the blood. That's the pshat. So the Gemara asks on this, the Yeved, you're telling me that he was agreeing to Rabbi Yeshi only after the fact that it's okay. But I feel that Rabbi Yeshua nami moida. If it's after the fact, Rabbi Yeshua also agrees that it's okay once it's done. The Tani, because we learned, and this was the price at the end of Ein Zion with Beis. Even though the meat is tame, but if you did do this rike, that once it's done, it's done, and the zrika was good. So we see that he is mighty even with the Yavid. So the Gemara explains, no, Rabbi Shua does not always agree that with the Yavid it's okay. Ha betuma and ha ba'avid v'sarif. There's a difference if the meat became tame or if the meat is lost or burnt. Ki katani maide Rabbi Shua when it says that b'diyevet Rabbi Shua is maide that even though the basar is not is not good anymore you can still sprinkle the blood shim zarak horza that once b'diyevet it was done that the zrika takes effect benitma that's only if the meat was tame but if it's lost if it's gone if it's burnt light then Rabbi Shua would say that even b'diyevet you can't do the zrika ki kaomer Rabbi Yosi not Rabbi Yosi came along and said. That I would agree to Rabbi that not only if the meat is tame, but even if the meat is gone, it's burnt, even then I agree to Rabbi Yaisi that if you sprinkle the blood, it's okay. So that was the Chiddush of Rabbi Yaisi. He holds like Rabbi Shua, you should not do it, but he holds like Rabbi Yezer that not only if it's tame, even if the meat is completely gone, you can sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. That's what Rabbi Yaisi meant to say. Zog the Mishnah. We continue the halachas of a carbon Pesach that becomes Tomei. And here the Mishnah makes another distinction between a carbon Pesach and other Karbanas. Nitma basar, if the basar, which is what's eaten by a person, that became Tomei. The chaylev, the fat that's brought in the Mizbeach, kayom. That's still good. Ein zayrik You don't sprinkle the blood in the Mizbeach. Okay, so this is talking here about the carbon Pesach. Okay, when it comes to the carbon Pesach, as we've learned in the previous Mishnah, the main point of the carbon Pesach is for what? For eating it. So therefore, if the basar, which is made to be eaten, became Tomei, even though the chaylet that's brought in the Mizbech is still good, you don't do the Zerik anymore. There's no the carbon Pesach is possible. 
If it's a reverse, nitma chelava basakaya. If the fat that's brought in the mizbech is tamei, but the meat is still okay, so zerik is adam. You can do the zerika. The main thing is for the basar, and the basar is still edible. Now, when it comes to other carbonus, this is not even if the meat became tummy and the fats are still good, you can still sprinkle the blood in the Mizbeach. And Rashi explains this is even according to Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua said if the meat is not good, you can't sprinkle the blood. But what the mission here is saying is there are two categories of meat. There's the meat that you eat, and then there's the meat or the fats that's brought in the Mizbeach. As long as you have something that's still tahir, whether it's the meat that you eat, whether it's the chaylev that goes in the Mizbeach, if any of those are still tahir, you can stew the zrika of the dam when it comes to other karbanas. If you did do the, go ahead and do the zrika, then hortza. Then it took effect and it's okay. In other words, he's going on the first case in the Mishnah. When we had a carbon Pesach and the Basar that's supposed to be eaten became Tomei. So the Mishnah said that the carbon would be possible. It's not good. So it said Rav, but Bidi Yevet, if they did sprinkle the blood in such a case, so it's done. The carbon Pesach was done and now you won't have to bring a Pesach Shani. Bidi Yevet, it's good. But why? Didn't we say the whole carbon Pesach, you have to eat it? Says the Gemara, no. He holds Achila loy ma'akfe. True, the mitzvah is to eat it, but it's not ma'akif. If it was done, so then the zrika took effect. Right, the pasuk where it talks about the shechita of the carbon pesach, the full pasuk is ish lefi achle tachaisu alase. The word tachaisu means the shechita. You only do the shechita for the achila. So if you can't eat it, what's the point of the achila of the of the carbon? Says the gemara le mitzvah. According to Rav. That pasik is only, that's the mitzvah that should be done. But v'la'akiv loy. So, sorry, this is a question actually. The Gemara is asking, v'la'akiv loy. Is it not ma'akiv? Is it not something that must be done? And if you can't eat it, so then there's no carbon at all. Well, Tanya, didn't we learn Abraise? The michsas, the pasik says, the term b'michsas, which means to shecht it. Melamed, so it already said, tochoisu. Why does it say twice in that same Pasuk? It says over there, b'michsas nefashois, ish l'fiachle tochoisu alase. So why does it say a double lotion of the shechita of the carbon Pesach for the purpose of eating it? Melamed, she'ena Pesach nishchat ela l'menuyov. The word michsas also means the group of people that are counted on the carbon Pesach. The mother brought this before, that it also means to count the people. So you have to have the people counted on it. I would think that if you shechted it for the people that are not counted on the carbon, you are on a mitzvah. You didn't do it the way it's supposed to be done, but the kosher, maybe it's still kosher, it's not ma'akiv v'diyevet. After the Pasuk said v'michsas, it says t'choysu, so it says it twice. Hakasuf shana olav la'akiv. The Torah is saying twice this expression to say that the carbon Pesach must be brought for the people that are counted on it. If not, it's not, it's possible. And now the iskish oichlin leminuyin. The halach of the minuyin, the people counted on the carbon, and the halach of the fact that it has to be carbon that's edible, that it's tahir to be eaten, it's compared to each other. Just like you must shecht the carbon pesach for the minuyin, it also must be shechted for the purpose to eat it. If you can't eat it, it's not a good carbon pesach. So how could Rav say that bidiyevet, if you sprinkle the blood, it's okay? This is the Gemara, you're right. There's this Braise that says so, but El Rav, the Omak Rab Nosan. What Rav said, he was only saying according to the opinion of Rab Nosan. The Omar, Rab Nosan's opinion is, Achilas Psachim Loy Ma'akve. The eating of the carbon Pesach is not Ma'akif. It's a mitzvah, but even if you can't, you could still sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. 
So here the Gemara is going to try to figure out where did Rab Nassim say this? Hi Rab Nassim, where did Rab Nassim say this point? We learned Rab Nassim said in Abraise, Rab Nassim, Rab Nassim said, Ninayin shakol Yisrael yaitzim bepesach echad. From where do we see that the entire Klal Yisrael could be yaitze with one carbon Pesach? Talmud Loima, v'shachtu oise kol kal adas Yisrael ben arbayim. The entire congregation shechted ben arbayim. V'chi kol akol shechten. How could the pasuk say v'shachatu oise, a plural term, that everybody shechted? Does everybody shecht the carbon Pesach? Tahaloyei shechet elachot. There's one person that's shechting it for them. Elam alamet shekol Yisrael yaitzim bePesach echot. The entire klal Yisrael could be yaitze with one carbon Pesach that's being shechted for them. So what do I see here? It's impossible that from one carbon Pesach all the klal Yisrael should have a kezayis to eat from the carbon Pesach. So I see that you can be yaitze with a carbon Pesach even if you can't eat from it. Okay, so we see Rab Nasan holds the achil is not ma'akiv. Says the Gemara, no, it's not a raya from there. Why? Because Dil Mishani Hosam, maybe there it's different. The imim shechihani. If these people are going to pull away from the carbon, chazilahani, so it's fit for others. V'imim shechihani. If others are going to pull away from the carbon, chazilahani, it's 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 fit for others. Meaning, what the Gemara is saying is, when it comes to this carbon pesach that's being brought for the entire klal yisrael, so it's possible for some people to be counted on the carbon and then pull off, and then other people to be counted, and like this, it's theoretically possible for everybody to count themselves on the carbon and allow enough of a kezayis to be eaten from the carbon. Ah, you're going to say, right now at this point, there's B'payal, only a certain number of people that are eating from the carbon, but it would theoretically would have been ra'oi for everyone to make space for someone else by pulling out and allowing someone else in. So the very fact that it's even ra'oi for that, according to Rab Nassim, it's good enough, even if B'payal... It's not, a, it's not going to be able to be eaten by everybody. So the point the Gemara is saying is, even Rav Nassim agrees that the carbon Pesach must be brought by, for Achila. But it has to be brought for the Achila, and in this Eifin, that it's theoretically possible that the whole Klai Yisrael should eat from it. So therefore, that's enough. That's all Rav Nassim meant to say. But not that the carbon Pesach is brought when it's Tomei, and you can't eat it at all. That's, that's the case that our mission was talking about. Over here, it's Tomei. It's not even theoretically possible. So this b'raise is not a raya. Elohor Abnosen. So then there's another b'raise where Abnosen said, the Tanya, Nimnu Olav Chabura Achas. There was one group that was counted on the carbon. Nimnu Olav Chabura Cheres. And then another, another group went and was added to the carbon as well. Rishayinim Sheshlem Kezayis. The first group, when they counted on the carbon, so there, there was enough of a Kezayis for them to be eaten from the carbon Pesach. Oichlin. They eat from the carbon Pesach. They don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. The next group that came and added themselves to the, they were added to the carbon Pesach. She'elam Kezayis. When they were added, there wasn't enough of a Kezayis for them. So then they don't eat from it. And they have to make a Pesach Sheni. But Rav came and said, no, both groups, the first group, that was enough of Kezayis for them, the second group, there was enough of Kezayis for them, both groups don't have to make a Pesach Sheni. Shekvar Nizra Kadam, the Zrika of the Dam was brought for both of them, was done for both of them, and it's okay. So what do I see over here? It's not enough for, for all of the people not counted on the carbon to eat from it. And nevertheless, he says that the Zrika is good. The Gemara says again, this is not compared to our Mishnah, where the Basar is actually Tomei. Akati, still, this case is the same like before. Dil Mishani Hosam, in this case, is different. If the first group, the first group of people that were counted on the carbon, if they would pull out, that would be fit for the second group. So therefore, 
when they counted on this carbon, theoretically, they are fit to be eating from the carbon if the other group will pull out. So even though the pile they didn't, but it's not compared to a case where the meat itself is actually tame and nobody can eat it at all. Over here, in theory, they have the ability to eat from it. And Rashi actually says, it's not Rashi, Sartesis actually says that what the Gemara here is saying in both of these braises, the way the Gemara answered this, you're going to have to say that this idea that you can pull out and, re- and, and join other people to a carbon, exchange who the group is, could be done up to the Zerike. We once learned before that that could only be done until the Shechita. But here the Gemara is saying that this could be done all the way up to the Zerike. And therefore, by the time of the Zerike, I can say, until that point, Mamish, this part, they can pull out and other people can be joined to the carbon. So therefore, we consider them to be roi to eat from the carbon Pesach. So it's not a raya from this case, l'chayre. Says the Gemara, in Cain, if that's the reason, why Rabbi Yezah says, the potter from the Pesach Sheni, listni, so why didn't the Brice say so? Choyl v'ruyim li mosheich. It should have said, the reason why they don't have the ring of Pesach Sheni, because the other guys could have pulled out, and then there would be enough space for them. My, what, what did he say? My shekvan nizra kadam. The expression that Rab Nassim said is the reason they don't have the ring of Pesach Sheni is because the blood was sprinkled for them. In other words, even if they couldn't eat it, he doesn't say because the other people could have pulled out. He just says the zrika was done for them. Shmamina, I see from this, bidam talia milsa. When it comes to a carbon Pesach, the main thing is that you sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. That's ma'akiv. Avalachile loy but when it comes to eating the carbon, that's not mak. If it's a mitzvah, but even if you can't eat it, you still yitzah your carbon Pesach, and you don't have to bring a Pesach sheni. So this is the source of Rab Nossin's opinion that carbon Pesach, it's a mitzvah to eat it, but even if you can, you still don't have to bring a Pesach sheni. But now the Gemara wants to understand, Rav was quoting Rab Nossin, right? So what Rav was saying was according to Rab Nossin. And Rav was going on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that if the Basar is Tomei, don't do this Rikeh. Came Rav and said, Bidiyeved, according to our Mishnah, it's okay. So now the Gemara wants to understand, Why is Rav saying that our Mishnah that said that if the Basar is Tomei, don't sprinkle the blood, that's only Lechatchila, and Rav Nossin, and that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rav Nossin, that Bidiyeved, it's okay. Why didn't you want to say that our Mishnah follows even according to the Rabbanon, which we pass in like the Rabbanon? And that even with the Yeved, if once the Basar is Tomei, you can't do any Zvika of the Dam because you must eat the carbon Pesach. And if not, there is no carbon Pesach. Why didn't you want to say our Mishnah goes like the Rabbanon? Says the Gemara, Rav Masnisen Kashise. Rav had a question on the, on the Mishnah. On the Lashon of the Mishnah, Amai Tony or Amai Tnan, why does it say in the Mishnah, Ein Zayrek es Adam, that want the Basar is Tomei, don't sprinkle the blood, Listni Pasal, the Mishnah should have used a term that indicates that it's even possible with the Yavet, it should say Pasal, not Ein Zayrek, don't go ahead and do it, which is a term used for Lachatchila, El Hashmami, no, Ein Zayrek Lachatchila, the term Ein Zayrek means Lachatchila, you don't do so, Avol the Yavet, Shaper Domi, with the Yeved, you could go ahead and sprinkle the blood. Once it was done, that is, so then it's done. That's according to Rav Nassim, because the Achille is not Ma'akiv. That's where Rav took the fact that our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rav Nassim. Says the Gemara, Rav Nassim, now according to Rav Nassim's opinion, Ish lefi Lomali. When the Torah says, Ish lefi what is it teaching me? 
if Rab Nassim holds that even if you can't eat it, it's not makiv, even if the basar is tame, you can still do the zrike. So then why, what is Ishlafi Yachla teaching me? He says, the Gemara, the Be'inan, Gavre, the Chazil Achila. Even if the basar became tame, it's not a problem, but it has to be a person, the Gavre, can't be tame. The person has to be someone that's fit for eating the carbon. Even if the basa here became tome, it'll be fine. But at the gavra has to be someone that's right to eat the carbon. That's what Rav understands, how he, how he understands this pasik. And the Gemara brings a few braises, and uh, we'll look at these braises to see if it follows Rav opinion, or Rav opinion, or maybe both of their opinions. So the Gemara man, who's the Tana of this following lo If when you did the shechita, you had the right machshava for the people that are eating it, when you did the zrike, you did not think for the people that are eating it. The Pesach will be kosher, and you will yitz yichir of the carbon Pesach. So, come on, whose opinion is this? Name it Abnasani. Should we say it goes according to Abnasan? When you did the zrike, you were thinking shaloy la'ichlov, and it's still good. So, that's Abnasan that says that the achil is not ma'akiv. It's not Rabbanon's opinion. Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. This Braisa could follow the Rabbanon's opinion. Why? The Machshava of thinking that you're eating it, that you're bringing it, you're doing the Zrika, that is, for the people that are not eating it, has that that's not relevant by the Zrika. That's only a problem by the Shechita. You have to have the right Kavana. We learned about this a long time ago because when the Pasik talks about having the right kavana for the people that eat it, it says, and the word means shechita. Only by shechita do you have to be thinking that it's for the people that are going to eat it, but not by zrike. And even the Rabbanon agreed to that. Another Braiset, a person that was not well at the time of the shechita, meaning he couldn't eat from the carbon. Then he became healed at the time of the zrike, and he, he, could, he, he, could, he could eat, you know, he, he can't eat a kazayas. He was so sick, he couldn't eat a kazayas. At the time of the zrike, he became healed and he could eat a kazayas. Or the reverse, he was well but at the time of the shechite. At the time of the zrike, he wasn't well and he can't eat from the carbon. You can't do a shechite and zrike for this individual. He has to be well to eat a kazayas from the carbon. Pesach, from the shechite, till after the zrike. So Keman, whose opinion is this? Name it Abonani. This follows the Rabbana's opinion that you must be able to eat from the carbon Pesach, and not like Rabnasan, the late Rabnasan, that says that it's not Ma'akiv if you can't eat from it. Says the Gemara, no. I fill a time This Braisa could follow even Rabnasan's opinion based on the point that we learned before. Even Abnasan agrees that the person has to be fit to eat the carbon. This that Rabnasan said that it does, it's not Ma'akiv if you can't eat it, that's if the Basar became Tommy. But when it says Ishlafi it does go on the person. The person does have to be roy to eat it. So if someone is sick and he can't eat it because eyes, Abnasan would agree. Man, Tanala the Tanara Banan, another Braise. So who's the Tana of this Braise that says? If when the Shita was done, so the people were Tahir and they were able to eat from the carbon. And then the owners became Tame after the Shita. So you sprinkle the blood, betare. the kainim sprinkle the blood, and they do it with the proper klishadas that are tahir. But the owner of the carbon that's not tomei could not eat the carbon anymore. Keman, according to who does this go? Amarebe, Amarabeliezer, or the other gears over here is Amarabelazar. This case is actually an argument. And I say that this would go even according to Rabnasan. 
And the Chiddush over here is, a second ago we just said that Rab Nassim agrees that if the person is Tomei and he can't eat the carbon Pesach, so then there's no Achille here, and the, the Gavra has to be fit. In this Braisa, though, it says that even if the person can't eat the carbon because he's Tomei, still you can do the Zika of the blood. So here we see that there's an opinion in a Braisa that says that according to Rab Nassim, even if the Gavra is going to be a Tomei, you could still bring the carbon Pesach for him. So this is a machlekes. This is another opinion different than what we said before. I'm not sure according to this opinion how would you tie Ishlifi Achloi according to Rav Nassim. I mean, the Gemara before said that Rav Nassim learned Ishlifi Achloi to say that the Gavra at least has to be tied. Here this Braisa is saying that even the Gavra does not have to be tied. Rabbi Yechinen Omar, Rabbi Yechinen says a different shot on this Braisa. I can tell you this Braisa is the Rabbonon. When this Braise here says that by the Shechite he was Tahoir, and then by the Zrike he became Tomei, what are we talking about? Pitzibur. We're talking about a case where the Tzibur became Tomei. And Rashi says what happened is the Shechite was done, and then the Nasi died, and people had to go run to his Levaya, and right after the Shechite, by the time of the Zrike, the Tzibur is Tomei. So, even if they would all be Tomei, you bring the carbon Pesach while they're Tomei, so it's not a problem. That's why it says in this Braise that you still bring the carbon Pesach. Says the Gemara, wait a minute, if you're telling me that we're talking about the Tzibur that's Tomei, so why did it say in the Braise that you sprinkle the blood, but you don't eat it? Why don't you eat it? You should be able to eat it. What's the halacha with it? If it's it's tumah, they could eat it even if they're tummy. Says the Gemara, you're right, but there's a gzayim and the rabbanon. in such a case, when they became tummy, when the tzibur became tummy between the shechita and the zrike, there's the following gzayim. Maybe there'll be a following year and they will become tummy not between the shechita and the zrike, but actually they'll become tummy after the zrike. And then they'll say, Last year, so we were we were not Tomei at the time of the. Uh, sorry about that. Last year we were not Tomei at the uh, at the time of the Achille and we ate from the carbon. So now we should also eat from the carbon. In other words, they're going to compare what happened last year to what happened this year. Last year, at the time of the Shechita, we were not Tomei. We only became Tomei between the Shechita and the Zerike. And what was the halacha? We were able to eat from the carbon. And they'll think that now the same halacha is that over here, when they became Tomei after the Zerike, the same halacha applies. And Yadi, and they won't understand the difference. The Ishtaked last year, Ki is Darik Dam, when the Zrika was done, Bailam Tmeim Havu. They were already Tomei. They became Tomei before the Zrika. Hashta Bailam Tahirim Havu. So over here, the Bailam are, are Tahir. In the case of, of over here, by the case when they became Tomei after the Zrika, so at the time of the Zrika, they were still Tahir. The point the Gemara is saying is when do I say that the tomb of the carbon Pesach is the Chuya Betzibor or Hutra Betzibor? That's only if they were Tomei when the carbon Pesach was brought. Either they were Tomei at the time of the Shechita or they were Tomei at the time of the Zrika. If at the time of the Shechita and the Zrika they were not Tomei, they became Tomei afterwards. Before the Achila, then the Tumat Chuyi B'tzibah doesn't apply anymore. So if in a year that they became Tomei after the Zrike, you're going you're gonna to tell them that they can't eat the carbon Pesach because they, only, they became Tomei after the Shechita and the Zrike is done already, so it does not push off the Tumat. And they're going to compare it to, the, to another year where they became Tomei between the Shechita and the Zrike and over there it does push off the Tumat. So we don't want them to make this confusion and therefore we say that they shouldn't be able to eat the carbon Pesach. 
Rabbi Yisayim, the Gemara gives a different answer. Rav, the Oma, Kerab Yeshua. Now the Gemara goes back to what Rav said all the way in the beginning over here, when Rav said that Bidi Yeved, by a carbon Pesach, if the Bosar became Tomei, you could still, uh, Bidi Yeved, if you did the Zrike, it's okay. So until here, the Gemara was saying, that Rav was saying that according to Rav Nosson's opinion, that Achil is not Ma'akil. Now the Gemara says that maybe what Rav said is a different opinion. Rav was going according to Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua also holds similar to Rav Nosson, that the Achil of the Pesach is not Ma'akid. The Tanya, where do we see that Rav Nosson says that the Shechit of, uh, sorry, that the Achil of the Pesach is not Ma'akid? The Tanya, we learned in the Brais, Rabbi Yeshua, Eimer, Rabbi Yeshua says, Kol all the Karbonis, Beim Shinit Mabasav Echelev Kayam, if the meat became Tomei and the fats are still good, Beim Shinit Mechelev, in the reverse, the Chelev became Tomei, Yobasa Kayam, then the meat is still good, Zoyrek Adam, you could still sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. Nazir, when it comes to a carbon Nazir that has to be eaten, it's made for eating, it's similar to a carbon Pesach. Rashi here brings the Psukim that by a Nazir it's brought. You have to have, you have to eat from it, and the oisa pesach. And when a person is bringing a carbon pesach, nitma chelav a basa kayam. If the the chelav became tome and the basa could still be eaten, zayrek es adam. Then you do the zrike. Nitma basa the chelav kayam. If the basa became tome and the, and the chelav is still here, good. Then ain zayrek es adam, like it said in our mishnah. But then Rabbi Yeshua adds, but ve'im zarak b'diyavet. If you did do the zrike, hortza. So then it took effect. This is exactly what Rav said. So this is where Rav took his opinion from. Nitmo habaylam b'meis. If the bailam themselves became tomei from a mace. So over here, it's not the basa that became tomei. But the person himself is not roitied from the carbon. This goes back to the point that we said before. That the gavra, the person is not roitied from the carbon. Then lo yizraik, he can't do the zrik anymore. And even v'im zarak lo yhortza. Even b'diyavit, if it was done, it doesn't take effect.